represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Lovely strains of Mick, uh, Mick, Mark, Mark, Mick Ronson played guitar for David Bowie. I'm sorry. I always want to confuse Mark with Mick. Uh, it's really close. Bruno Mars also on that. It's called Uptown Funk, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin Overmeyer with us this morning. Man. Rusty Nixon. I, I've been in here quite a bit here lately. Yes, you have. I think I was in, what, two days last week? Today? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're becoming quite the... Uh, Kathy Butler. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to get a permanent slot here. Uh, I don't think so. Well, you're going into retirement. you got to uh, have something to do. got to have something to do. Uh. If I want something to do, I'll be in warmer weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well. Uh, you could do this show from warmer weather. Uh, we have a little setup. I mean, we do live basketball, stuff yeah. like that, football. Yeah. We, Didn't think about that. Yeah, we could set you up with that kind of thing. You could just... Will it reach Mexico? Uh, well... As long as I have Wi-Fi. Yeah, you got Wi-Fi. You can get, unless they, you know, they may... They may not allow us into Mexico. We're, we're I mean, so controversial. I know it. I know. You may, may be stopped at the yeah, border. Yeah, it might be stopped at the border. Good one. Good one. <laughs> Very good. Uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on today. Um, so why don't we, you want to just jump in or? Uh, yeah, I have a, I thought I was going to have three come in. Oh, okay. But there's only going to be two. Okay. Uh, Trin Weldy and Marty Oosterbahn. Uh, they're going to come in, and we're just going to talk a little bit, update on some of our crossroads and uh, stellar projects mm -hmm. that have been happening and been moving forward, and just to bring your listeners up to date yep. a little bit. So just to let everybody know that, yeah, we're out there. There's stuff being done. And that's the thing I, you know, I everybody heard about these originally, but there hasn't been a lot of information, but the projects are going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And also we had a commissioner. <clears throat> Excuse me, commissioners meeting. Yes, so, we uh, did. Why don't we jump into that first so okay. we can go over it? I just quickly glanced at the website here at WTCA AM ten fifty, and mm -hmm. she had a lot of stories on there, which was good. So, yeah. um, the first thing that we did, um, we gave a uh, recognized Roger Umba mm -hmm. for uh, not only his service to MCEDC, but also to Marshall County in the state of Indiana. We, we had a plaque. There, there is a boardroom that is uh, located out there at their office out there on Pine Road. 
uh, out there yeah. by Hacienda, and there's a nice boardroom in there. So we, we um, a couple of us went together, and we got a plaque uh, in recognition of Roger that this would be called the Roger Umba boardroom at MCEDC for his service from he was a chairman from 2007 to 2019 when um, his health became a little bit uh, sure so he had to resign and get off the board so uh, at that time that's when we had appointed Jennifer Martin to take Roger's place Mm -hmm. and then Jennifer and Joe they sold their uh, dealership so Loretta Schmidt who is a director of nursing for St. Joe Hospitals, Mishawaka, and Plymouth Campus. She is our appointment to the board now Sure. from the county. So we just, um, and Roger's daughter was there, Susan. She came up from Indianapolis yesterday uh, to partake of this. And I saw that there was a picture of her and the three commissioners and Bill Davis. And uh, Todd Samuelson came. I had sure. talked to Todd um, a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking that, you know, we need to do something for Roger. And so I asked Todd if he would come in and just uh, speak to us. But, you know, since we're live streaming now, that forever, whoever is uh, watching us yesterday got to hear Todd's story about he how he became. Uh, Roger was uh, Todd's mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, um, uh, Roger. Todd said when he went in to interview to come to uh, Unbound Associates back then, now it's Baker Tilly. Uh, Todd said, I was prepared for all this other stuff to come yep. in there. And I got in there and he said, the interview lasted seven minutes and he only asked me two questions. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, it, you know, Todd was saying that Roger's commitment was to community. Right. You know, yeah. It, it was. Uh, <clears throat> about where you live and how you felt about that and, right and and, it com- and also being committed to to your community so um yeah he said he was there seven minutes and that was it and had a job and um roger taught todd well yeah um todd's done a very good job at you know when it was on bob and not like i said it's baker tilly and you know it's growing from 15 to 20 people to up over 100 people now and uh, Todd's been a big part of that and you know it's we're very fortunate as a county and also as a lot of the other entities here you know the city of Plymouth and Culver and everybody else that you know a lot of us use Baker Tilly and a lot of us you know if I ever have a question I can call Todd and if he doesn't answer Nine times out of ten, he calls me back. But right. no, you, I'm just kidding. He always he calls back. So, you know, he, he's been great to work with. Uh, I can't say much, you know, not enough about Todd. He, he does good. But, you know, Roger was the same way. So Todd Todd learned well. Uh, well, it seems to me that, that that is a, you know, if you you want to know about somebody, you get, those guys are working with communities. In their and, their financial and so if you if you care about yeah. communities and how they grow and what they do I, it seems to me you would do a better job for your clients and, and you know kind of uh, a little bit of a sad thing is that we're getting away from that you know yeah. we we still have Sam Schlosser who owns 
Plymouth Foundry and John Oliver, who owns U.S. Granules. You know, sure. they're still locally owned businesses, but when you look around yeah, the rest of it, it it's it's uh, not that way too much anymore. So, um, but yeah, that so we that's how we started the meeting off. Uh, next, we had the highway department. Jason had one road cut that we approved. Um, and just gave us an update on what's been going on. Uh, they were out working on Tomahawk Trail, which is off of 12th Road, uh, out there by Mill Pond, right. which would be on the north side. And so they uh, put some millings down last week, and then all of a sudden we got two and a half inches of rain. It was kind of a uh, a mess out there. <laughs> but uh, since it's since the weather has leveled off, they they've got that. Uh, back to where it should be and got it rolled out. And I think Jason's going to roll it one more time. But from what it was to what it is now, I, I drove out there last week and uh, it's a big improvement. So sure. Um, and we had some people come in from uh, Mill Pond. Okay, yeah, we heard had about that. There was quite a few of them. They had a petition on. Sure. And um, Tom Matthewson came in and um, was just asking about when they were going to get their road done, and uh, we had. I had talked to Tom last week and said, you know, if the we- depending on the weather, everything depends everything on depends the weather. On, and, yeah. and if we don't get, you know, Jason's planning on still getting out there this fall, at least to get some prep work done for next year. Right. And if he, if the weather stays good, he can probably get it all done like we did, Tomahawk Trail. But uh, so he, he he thanked me for calling him and said, but you know, we'd still like to come in. I said that's fine. He, yeah. You know, sure. I mean, there was probably 15, 20 people from Mill Pond Trail right. that came in and, you know, Tom kind of reiterated what um, him and I talked about on the phone and we kind of reiterated that, yeah, we're planning yeah. on doing it what this year and next year, depending on the weather again. Right. So, so the first batch is just to get it, well, get it prepared for next year, next, but to kind of give it we, something for the winter yeah, so it's not winter, horrible. And if we can get the millings down and get it, get it rolled and get everything done then they'll come back in and chip and seal sure over the millings so and he's going to put some oil on there to help the millings bind back together at, when they roll them so uh but then we can come back in and chip and seal it next spring and uh, they'll have a much better road than what they have now that is similar to what they did at lilac a couple of years ago I wasn't expecting that road to be fixed as, at the time it was but i tell you what i I just moved from there, but I was really happy with that. It was almost like the brand new pavement. Yeah, you know, and that's what Jason has been doing over the last, since really uh, since he became superintendent out there. You know, when we do roads with the pug that we make from the millings and go out and you know put pavement down on some of those roads, the secondary yeah. roads that uh, are not on the community crossings projects. But then you know after two or three years. They'll go back in there and put the oil down and put the stone on top. And that just helps preserve that initial uh, cost that we put into that road. It, it's going to extend the life of it because sure. you have to prevent the road from cracking. Yeah, and That's exactly. what the chip and yeah. seal does because once you start getting the road crack, guess what happens? Yeah. We live in Indiana. You get rain, you get freezing and yeah. thawing, and then the road starts buckling. So. Then you got bigger problems. See, so. that, and if you think about it logically, it makes sense because in this, you get water in that 
uh, crack and it expands when it's ice and then contracts Correct. again and so it's just spreading it out it is what it does yeah. yeah so that's you know that's what he's been doing since he's been out there for the last six years and and it's working uh, it seemed we, well it worked great on lilac yeah. i mean there's still i mean what is it three years later maybe there's still yeah. no real problems out yeah. there at all so, no so um yeah he you know the last meeting he came in and um yesterday but uh previous two weeks uh we took delivery of the mower max which uh that is a brush chopper it's uh okay it's i went out and they were using it on lilac road north of the veterans north of seventh road a couple of weeks ago and i went out there and watched it that thing is amazing because <laughs> it can reach about 20 25 feet up in the air and Right. And then it has a broom on the front of it. So when you get done chopping, you just set the broom down lightly and, you know, brush all the limbs and branches and everything else that has had fallen back on the road. So uh, Jason's getting, he's putting his 2022 road program together right now. And uh, we should have it here. He, he emailed us a rough draft of it. But, and that's what his plan is, is to take that brush chopper for those roads that we're going to be doing next year, going this fall and this winter, if weather permitting, and go in there and, and chop all that brush back. And uh, if there's culverts that need to be replaced, get that get those done before we start doing the roads next year. So, okay. yeah, he has a plan, and like I said, he you know he's been working on this for at least six years, and so it's it's coming together. So we're very happy about that. Sure. Uh, talked about Tom a little bit from Mill Pond. Uh, next, we had Janice Holiday from uh, Older Adult Services. She has to end up change their protocol, uh, so because their money comes in through the county, and then we distribute it right. back to Older Adult Services. So uh, she just came in to give us her quarterly report of her financials, which she has to bring sure, to the yeah. commissioners because yeah. it's kind of oversight yeah and so so we approved that and um she did give us an you know they're needing drivers but kind of one of the sad things is we're you know she was scheduled to get some new vehicles next year but uh those have been canceled <coughs> because not because they can't get them because they can't get them and they're not <laughs> being produced which um is gonna you know could cause some problems yeah next year uh as you know some of these vans get a little bit older and you know you're here in, in northern indiana going through winter and, yeah and um so hopefully uh it's not going to cause too much of a problem but we don't know but you know she just said they had to cancel their order and, and we're not the only one it, it's just everybody across the state and I imagine the country that have ordered for these specially special vans that are buses to right, pick up yeah. handicapped and are wheelchair wheelchair accessible, they're not going to get any new ones. Yeah, it's the chip thing, isn't it? Chip and probably that's probably a large portion of it. But there's probably some places that don't have enough people working. Well, I could be. You know, I know because um, they, they all rely on raw. You know, a lot of this is raw products that come in to 
put these uh, bands together. And right. if you can't get the parts, you can't get the parts. And if you're not getting, you know, I, there's probably a lot of those parts sitting out there on the Pacific or yeah. the East Coast. Waiting to come waiting in. To, waiting to come in. Can't get in. And then when they get in, they can't get them unloaded fast enough. Unloaded. Uh, it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> and it's not going to be solved here between us two. See, I'm kind of wondering. Well, I don't know. What do I know? I, I'm kind of wondering if that was because the because demand hasn't gone down. I mean, I think everybody was anticipating you had this huge economic shutdown. And so when we come out of this, demand isn't going to be as high. And yeah. that wasn't the case. case. Demand was high. Yeah. And so maybe, you, well, that and the fact, I'm sure a lot of those folks also got shut down yeah. during the pandemic. pandemic. Um, I know Bob was having trouble months before getting chips yeah. because they came out of China yep. and they had shut down there long before they shut down here. So he was having trouble you early. Can, you can start a new business, Rusty. Chip manufacturer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'd get potato chips from me is what you'd get. Uh, yeah, here, Pringles a, in the can. Here's a smart potato chip from my, uh, it'll, I don't know what it'll do. It'll yeah. lay there. Um, I I know uh, auto manufacturers have trouble getting, getting cars in inventory because yeah. they just, can't they can't the make them. Can't, yeah, make can't them. get the chips. Yeah. So, um, she reminded us with a little nudging from me about uh, Senior Expo this Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. She was leaving. I said, don't you have something going on this week? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it is this Thursday. It is, uh, let's see. Saint, oh, I don't have the time on here. I think but it's 8 to 3. Yeah, I think so. Probably like a good... It's at the high school. It's at the high school. Yeah, Senior Expo. Go to the uh, North Parking... They used to call it the North Doors, but it's door number 5 now. They've oh, it's, it's, oh, yeah. They've digitized uh, everything oh, these days. Oh, we have numbers now. Yeah. Um, so, the Senior Expo... It, actually, if you want... They've got these little passports. I'll give a promo here for it, too. Okay. They have these little blue cards. You bring them in. They're for the door prizes. We got some of those. You want to come up and pick up an extra one, give you oh, yeah? a better chance at the prize. So, we have some of those in the office. Uh, you can get them other places, too. I don't know how to stop my head, but that's Thursday. Yep. So, get out there. You go out and see my wife. She'll be there representing oh, Pilgrim Manor. That's right. Uh, I helped her. Well, she did most of them. She put it. She made a thousand bags of candy. Uh, really? Uh, some Jolly Ranchers, some like a Snicker bar or Butterfinger bar, and a couple other things that we she put in baggies. So, um, very good. You have to do that. You and, get a goodie bag when you get <laughs> out there. Yep. So, usually they just have a bowl or something out there, right? People, and then you dip, but with the oh, COVID, yeah. you got it. So, she she bagged them. So that was, was that was great. I was quite impressed. Yeah, I helped one night. How many did you do? Uh, ten. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big help. Man. I am a big. You're help. a big help for that. Yeah, <laughs> ten out of a thousand. Well, yeah. that is like point oh one percent or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You always have to. You don't want to do too much. That way you can always improve the next time. <laughs> okay. I'll remember that next time I'm helping my wife. Yeah. Don't think that'll go over real well, but I'll try it. <laughs> next, we had the Bowen Center came in. Um, 
Lindy Larry, who's the county director, she gave us their annual report of uh, all the services that, that, that they do here in Marshall County, and not only in Marshall, but in the other counties that uh, the Bowen Center is involved in. What, and, what do they do for the... Like they have, like... Um, that's where you refer folks, right? If that's they where need something? We, we, or... Yeah. Um, and then they do a lot of work out at the jail also. Um, they do programming out there okay, for, yeah. you know, drug programs. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the big thing out there, uh, rehabilitation. And, sure. And try to cut down on people coming back in. You know, the, the count we put in as a county... We put in three hundred and fifty-five thousand five hundred ninety-seven dollars last year. So, um, and that they have a total of ninety-six employees, and I think that is uh, Bowen Center across the board. Sure, yeah. So uh, they've served three thousand patients last year, and total services was fifty-eight thousand, which they have inpatient sure facilities, yeah. and then the fifty-eight thousand are those that. You know, they may go to the jail and, mm-hmm. and do some classes and do some things out there. So, uh, so she was in and gave us a a, a report. Uh, she also had Kurt Carlson there, who was the CEO, and he never came up to the front. I don't know why he didn't come up. He just sat in the back row. I think he thought he was in church. So. <laughs> Well, if you come up to the front, you might get asked a question. I know. Man. I was hoping he'd come up, but uh, <laughs> you know, they get. Funding services from all the, from the federal and the state and local funds. I, last year they took in fourteen over a little bit over fourteen million dollars for uh, funding and government, which would be probably us, kicked in another six million dollars. And then uh, Medicare and Medicaid was a hundred and sixty thousand seventy one dollars. So um, it's pretty much a even though it's locally ran, but it's also uh, government funded. Sure. So, um, you know, and that's, I think that next year in the legislative, we're going to see a lot more push from the legislators to get more money for mental health um, and more programs for not only people that are incarcerated, but just for the everybody that, right. you know, has. You know, there's a lot of people that have gotten hooked on drugs, alcohol. Right. Uh, you know, it, you can you can get hooked on that stuff by yourself, but to get off of it, you need a group of people around you to sure. uh, as support to yeah. keep you on the straight and narrow. And uh, so, I, I think you're you're going to see some more things come out of the state next year. Is what we have kind of been told, and, and it's one of the things that commissioners association is asking for more is more funding to help with these programs yeah. so um, it's, it's the day and age that we live in yeah you know uh, so but then you also go back to that person has to want to help sure so you can't the force it on people majority of their work in the county is out at the jail correct is that what they I'm do hearing? and then they have um their office is off of out there by uh used to be the school oh okay carriage green apartments yeah okay down there is 
I, I think uh, Umbo had an office down there. Oh, that's time. right. Yeah, yeah down yeah. there in those brick buildings. Sure. So that's where their office. And that, they have a facility over on uh, West Jefferson Street there at the corner of Jefferson yep. and Plum. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So they do a lot of work here in the county and uh, in the other counties, too. I think Huntington and Wabash. I think there's like 14 counties that are involved in the Bowen Center. So. So they just came in to give us an annual report, which we appreciate because, you know, the funding that we give them is through state legislation. So mm -hmm. we don't have any choice. We have to write them a check every year. And they're, uh, they're, we are, they assess it on our assessed evaluation for the county as a whole. So if, and there's, we're assessed a certain percentage of that assessed evaluation by state statute. So uh, whatever that assessed value, that's sure. what we pay the following year. And I think uh, next year it's $370,000 or something. So yeah. it, it keeps going up. <laughs> yeah, because the assessed value keeps, keeps going, going up. up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So she came in. Um, next was Kelsey Gutierrez from the um, 4-H Extension Office sure. just gave us a recap of the fair and, and some of the things that they have been doing over the year. And uh, they were quite happy with the since the fair went from a county 4-H fair right. to a commercial fair. Uh, they feel that everything, you know, went went very well down there. For the first year on a, on a, not having the live fair uh in 2020 they sure. had a virtual fair where right. i don't know how they did it but i don't either i think they had families that had ipads or iphones and were recording their animals and then they sent the record i i don't know how they did it but uh but they had a live in-person fair last year it was good to have it back this year yeah so were, how, were they happy with it was yeah it, did yeah. they think it went well yeah they yeah they they were very happy with it uh, I think, you know, the, the, the attendance was good, but like I said, after you lose 2020, anything would be better in 2021. Yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, I think their numbers were down a little bit, but you know, kids are, kids are torn in so many different ways now with yep. baseball, soccer year round, uh, band, basketball, band, band. You know, it, there's just so much pressure on some of these kids. And uh, I think from what I was told that in one of the schools is that some of the soccer coaches, you know, kids were in 4-H soccer and this and that. And uh, they were given the, I don't want to say an ultimatum, yeah. but they were, here's your choices. Encouraged? Uh, either you quit this or quit that. And, you know, in that, the kid shouldn't have to make that choice. No. Well, I mean, especially the kid, in that, in, the, in those parameters that, you know. The kids should make the choice for yeah. themselves. They yeah. should not be encouraged. Along with, one their, way along with their parents. Exactly. And, and just, you know. Exactly. That should be a family decision, not it should. a not other a, person. Not, a, not a, yeah. another person decision. Yeah. 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 I agree with you. I guess it, you know, depends on what the building blocks that you're trying to encourage your kids to uh, 
get through life with, you know. It, yeah. it comes down to life teaching skills. And, you know, I, I know 4-H has great, valuable life teaching skills. Sure. And I know it means a lot to the kids that are involved, too. That's yeah. why uh, a year ago when uh, they weren't going to be able to have... Um, I, I thought that, it's horrible because yeah. they've spent a year You're working on and all their it's projects. Hard work. It's yeah. not just like, all right, uh, it's not like a test. All right, I got ten minutes till it starts. I'll just learn it all right now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, a full commitment to do something for the whole year. Yes, yeah, it is. Um, to it lose is. that is just ugh, terrible. To have that uh, taken away from yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, yep. especially ten-year folks because they've been working for this for, all their, you know, for ten, 10 years. years. That's right. So anyway, uh, so I'm glad they and they were happy with it. Um, uh huh. Um, yep. Though, you know, they have a very strong leadership. Um, you know, Betty Berkupile, who used to work up in Judge Colvin, she's on. She's the secretary for the board. Uh, Jimmy Greenwalk. Mm-hmm. Who's yeah. a local electrician? He's a he was president of the board last year, and then Angel Balsley, uh, she's the vice president of the fair board. And you know, they they really come together as a team, right? So uh, I think you'll see more and more as uh, we progress over the next few years of the fair growing in um, in kids, but also in other outreach programs sure. and um, they have a plan. Well, and the thing is, you, it's your first year with this new yeah. setup. Yeah. You got to take a look. Now's the time you step back, you step take back a look say, what worked, what, what didn't. What? That's right. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. So, and how can we make what didn't better? <laughs> better. So, yep. Um, we had our county attorney report. Was that as interesting as it can be sometimes? Uh, <laughs> I remember back when I was covering these meetings, that, that section of your agenda was usually good for at least one full story. Uh, or two. If uh, not two. Uh, ACLU lawsuits. Uh, I heard from a couple of judges and prosecuting attorney that you know, I think the courts and probation and prosecutor, you know, they're doing a pretty good job of keeping our numbers down in the jail. Uh, there's still a few overcrowding, overcrowding cases remain, but these are generally claims related to improper medical treatment or lack of care by QCC, who's our oh the nursing yeah. or our medical, medical staff. Man. Yeah, um, I think. We talked last couple of weeks ago about Paul Graber, who he's a sovereign citizen, lives down around the Argus area. Okay, yeah. Uh, he filed a $31 million lien on the Marsh County Jail and filed a lien on the town of Argus. Um, so we, us and the town of Argus, are going to um, file papers asking for uh, taking a litigation steps to eliminate the lien and pursue damages for attorney fees. I Yeah, because uh, this is... 
I guess his... I can't imagine this getting to the actual court stage. I... Maybe if he wants to jail, maybe he can operate it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. If you're going to file a lien on the jail, maybe yeah. you ought to say, okay, it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving out of the office tomorrow. Out. Go that, for that's it. That's right. Go for it. Um, I think it stems, I think his uh, son was incarcerated yeah. out there at the jail and for, I think it was driving while suspended or something. I don't know, but uh, he didn't, you know, he, he's, He's followed quite a few liens on other office holders in the county. But because do uh, uh, do um, what was my question? I got distracted here. Uh, well, a judge. Ha okay, this is what a judge has to agree to hear that. Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. I mean, so he's got to find a judge that might say, okay, let's hear this case right. before it would ever go to court. And I don't know if it will, I don't know how that's going to work, if it will be here in Marshall County, if we have to go to it, or they'll bring in a special judge that doesn't have ties to the county. I don't know that. It just seems, time yet. it seems like it would be in the, yeah. <laughs> allegedly uh, frivolous category. It, it is. Yep, um, it, it is. Because, like you said, if he wins the case, he's not going to take over the jail. No. So, it's just, yeah. It does, it, so, why do we want to hear it? I mean, I know it. why do we have to go through this? Well, yeah, stuff? it's going to cost money. Yeah. And that's, so that's why we're going to get our asking for attorney fees. I think that would be a, I think that's very, yeah. very wise. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, good morning, Rusty. Morning, man. And Mr. Overmeyer. Good morning. How are you? Good. Hey, I need you guys to uh, take on something. Okay. You guys are always in the know. <laughs> yeah. Now, I heard on the news that Colin Powell had both Pfizer shots. So he was vaccinated. But they're saying he died of COVID. So does that mean the vaccine does not work? Or are they lying to us? Um, I think that's a question you have to ask somebody, somebody who's stud studied that. I don't. I don't. Nothing I, is one hundred percent. I can't wait to hear Fauci's uh, or Biden's response over this. Well, I think he also had underlying health issues because I think he was battling cancer also, but you know. Last year in 2020, when we had here in Marshall County, when people passed away, and okay, you know, I didn't mean to interrupt your program. No, that's okay. <laughs> no, but you know, I've got we, apple pie and uh, boiled eggs to get back to. Okay, boiled eggs and it's apple pie, man. Oh, there you okay. go. All right. All right, you guys have a good day. You okay. too, man. All right. And don't. Oh, I'm sorry, Dwayne. I didn't. I cut him I, off. I just cut him. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I didn't mean to do that. I, I I thought you were done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dwayne. So um, probably the last <laughs> last thing, our, I see our guests have arrived. Yes. But, uh, uh, the Regional Sewer District, um, which, you know, we've had people from Tyner in. Oh, yeah, Germany. yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken Jones, who is from the engineer that put this plan together, he will be at our commissioners on November 1st. He will provide us an update concerning the process for establishing the regional sewer district. Uh, 
He will also provide us uh, an update uh, concerning meetings with concern. He's going to a meeting on Thursday, Thursday the 21st uh, at 7 p.m. up in Tyner. He's going to be in attendance and also, Commissioner Klotz is supposed to be there, but sure. when Jim asked Commissioner Klotz yesterday, he said, well, I'm not going to that meeting, but <laughs> I'm going to a meeting on a different day. But it's, it is the same yeah. meeting on the 21st. Okay. So uh, Ken Jones is going to update the people up there in Tyner and Tea Garden on what's going on. Uh, now, anybody that's thinking about how this is going to affect them and their community. We should make this point. There is a long way to go before anything happens. Anything happens. If it happens. Exactly. So it's not a done deal. It's, it's not, not a, yeah. So there there is a you're going to have plenty of opportunity to do what Tyner did if you don't want it. Come in and say we don't want it. So and I, I've had people call me from the lakes. Sure. From you know Lawrence Lake sure. all the way down to Lake Latonka and and you know When's it coming? The lakes we're, want we're, it. The lakes want it. And so uh, I, I think when Ken comes in on November 1st, I, I think the commissioners are going to ask him that this is where we need to put our focus is is on the lakes. And it makes sense for them because... It makes sense for us because yeah. there's a return on investment right. in that money that is going to go towards that. Right. Now, and what that amount of money is, nobody knows. And we, for the lakes, it makes sense because if something happens and they can't get another sewer on their property, that property is pretty much worthless. Yep. So, you know, I can see why people in the lake would really want that. Yeah. Because uh, you don't want to have that happen. No, you don't. Um, anyway, we need to get uh, on to, where was I going? Oh, got a text. Somebody, here's, a, here's one to go look at. Fourth Road, west of Michigan. Okay. It's, uh is not very good, according to them. The, okay. The, the word was terrible. Okay. So, uh, All right. Anyway, Fourth Road West of Michigan, probably, I know you'll drive out there probably as soon as the show's over and take a look at it. So, anyway. I can do that on my way to South Bend tomorrow night. There you go. Um, we're going to go to a break. i got something to give away. Um, the Chop House at Swan Lake, Tuesday night is burger night. Uh, if you want to go tonight, uh, you can go on me. <laughs> Actually, you can go on the chop house. Uh, we got a certificate here for uh, um, free burger and fries on Tuesday evening during burger night. And if you are caller number, I can never get a hold of the dice. My fingers don't work the way they used to. Caller number, ooh, better dial quick. Caller number three. Now, if you want anything, you or your, anyone in your family in the last six weeks, please give somebody else a shot at this. So, uh, caller number three, 936-4096, and let's do this. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News.
you're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Make the trip to Treats. When you wear quality name brand clothing, you'll see the good looks and feel the comfort and better fit right away. Hart Schaffner and Marks, Hager, Racket Club. And with Treats being a longtime family-owned and operated store, you know their personal service will be nothing short of first class. So if you're a fashion-conscious man, wherever you live in Michigan, it will be worth your time to make the trip to Treats. Do it this week. Treats Squire Shop is at the corner of Michigan and Washington in downtown Plymouth. I just think your music is incredible. FM 106.1 and AM voice be heard give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for what's your opinion now back to kathy and rusty actually it's uh, kevin obermeyer today uh sitting in for kathy who continues to get better i'm sure because i continue to get texts and news stories so yep. uh she is but you know it's a good thing we do our live live stream meetings now because yeah. she well, sees what's going on and, and she can she's at home in their Bobby pajamas and sitting in a recliner and just typing up stories. Yeah, she is because I just got a bunch of stories emailed to me. So yeah, she is working right now. Probably, probably tuned in to the radio. Let's hope so. So uh, anyway, getting better there. Kathy, if you're not listening, I have to send her a text and tell her to 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 listen. She was texting me yesterday during the commissioner's meeting. She probably enjoys being at home because then she can text you. And get, I know. So they have to wait for the answer. She I can know. just send you texts. Anyway, uh, you brought some friends with you this I morning. brought some friends with yeah. me. Uh, Trent Weldy from Bremen, who's the town manager over in Bremen, and Marty Oosterbahn, who is our communications director for the Crossroads team, Stellar. We've kind of morphed from stellar in the crossroads and uh i just asked them to come in today since sure. i knew i was coming in here and just to give everyone um update on some of the projects i know trend has had a lot of projects over in the town of bremen through the <clears throat> stellar crossroads and marty's been involved in 
everything else under the sun. Uh, <laughs> he, he's our communications director. He, he keeps us all in line. So uh, that's good. You guys want to introduce yourselves, even though I just did. Yeah, was it still. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out something I can do well. <laughs> I'm, I'm on that's the same what, boat here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, hi everybody. Marty Osterbahn here um, from Culver, and I'm excited to be here today to talk with you. Very good. Yeah, and I'm Trent Waldy. I'm from the town of Bremen, and uh, excited to be here as well. Trent, I know you've had a lot of downtown projects uh and a lot of those that were through the stellar application that we did and can you just kind of give us an update on where you are what you have done and uh, i think you still have some more projects that you're going to be looking at over the coming years yeah kevin um our downtown street project uh has been finished uh we started it in 2020 of course we were in the middle of the covid and uh, it went a little longer than expected like everything else does uh and so we uh, we just finished that early May of this year, and we were going to have another project start. Our Jackson Street project was supposed to start here this summer as well, and we pushed that back till next year, just because construction went so long on the first project. I didn't want to have the downtown tore up any longer. The businesses probably appreciated. Yeah, that I too. think they did. Yeah. yeah. Aren't don't you guys have a pool project? We do. Also? That's one of our three projects. We got the downtown renovation we had the jackson street project and we had the pool project good and uh, where's the pool going to be the pool is going to be in the same place that it is now which is okay. up on lincoln and, and alexander in our sunnyside park uh, but it was pushed back it was our last project that we were going to do so okay we uh we'll probably end up with everything getting finalized at the end of 22 and start construction at the end of 22 into 23 hoping to open up for the summer pool swimming that summer. Any, anybody I know who's been through downtown uh, in Bremen has commented on how they love it. They, they love what you guys have done down there. A lot of, of innovative things and uh, really, really brighten that, that street. It did. Yeah. Um, it needed it. It was, you know, probably 30, 40 years since anything had happened downtown. And uh, uh, I went through a lot of grief, but... <laughs> <laughs> but you, you always do when you do oh, a project. Yeah. You know how yeah. that is. And so it was worth the grief. Yeah. Well, it, you know, hats off the trend and, and the town council and also the Crossroads team because, you know, this has all been about leadership. Uh, we, we've all come as our individuals, as leaders in our communities or wherever, just out in the county. And we've all come together to for a common goal. Yeah, I think that's the number one thing I've learned here in the last couple of years with the stellar is meeting all the people from the area, different towns, and getting their ideas and helping them and helping me and helping what happens in, in Marshall County. And yeah. I, it's been really good. And yeah. Since you guys brought this up, I want to bring this up because this has been a – how did you put this team together? I mean, was it, how did this all morph into what it was? Uh, and I'm, I'm getting a lot of looks like, <laughs> why did you ask? Like, <laughs> but, I'm looking yeah, over there on that I'm, side. I'm, I'm sure it, well, I, you know what I'm saying? To have all these people come Marty's together. Marty's pointing at me. This has never been, ha this has never been done before I, I, that I'm aware of. Um, probably not here. Right. Um, well, I mean, yeah, here. I, you know, a lot it was of it. A, Kevin's uh, being modest. It, <laughs> it's his team. He put no, together. it's not my team. And no. um, he articulated uh, a vision uh, and set a goal, right, to, to achieve the designation and um, brought the town leaders together um, who, who didn't 
really talk much to right. each other yeah. at that point in time and um you know rooted against each other's football teams <laughs> yeah. there you go um and um and said we're gonna do this he, you know and he, he we all lined up behind his vision and um you know got excited about it and went to work for two years and um came out you know came out winners at the end yeah, and, and I guess the thing is is that you, you brought that up. Historically, there has not been a lot of cooperation between communities. I mean, even a little bit of competition, I would say, over the years. I, I agree with that. Uh, it's yeah. been pretty much <laughs> each town for themselves. You know, yeah. and, and, and nobody really talked to each other about what was happening in, in Marshall County or in their towns. It, we just did what we had to do to survive in our towns and moved on. Yeah. You know. it, a lot of you know thanks for the compliment marty but a lot of this started from economic development too when we were going out there uh once a quarter we'd have a community workshop where leaders of the towns in the county came together and just talked about this but that's how we kind of got you know when we stellar came about we thought we had a jump on everybody else because we'd been doing this for quite a while so uh, even though the first time we weren't successful, uh, the second time we were. But after we had our exit interview down at Culver, I thought, we ain't going back through this again. <laughs> I was going to say, there was some question about whether you, for one of a better word, because it's not kind of stamina to, to go through the whole thing again. Because it, I mean, we all, it takes a lot of time. It yeah. took a lot of commitment because it's just, like that's not the only thing we have to do, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, and that's you know I appreciate these two guys over here for what you know, my help and you know I didn't know trend, I knew trend through the community but you know I just come to have so much respect for trend and what he has accomplished up there in in the town of Bremen and also helping out with the other communities here right. in Marshall County because like I said it's a team effort. I like to, I like to say that it's kind of the equivalent of why parents have a second child you know you wait you wait enough time you forget how <laughs> difficult yeah. it is right and um and you resolve okay we'll we'll do it again um what we told the uh, state agencies down there in indianapolis when uh, we presented the first time um and and we meant it we said it, it really doesn't matter what you guys decide you can give us the designation don't give us a designation we've already won and the reason we felt that way is because of the dynamic that now existed we knew this team wasn't going to disband no matter the outcome that we that these communications were going to continue um and there was a mindset that we adopted that essentially said hey what's good for bremen is good for culver right you know what's good for plymouth is good for right? right um there's the economy is a regional economy now and we can't just be in our, um, you know, little, you know, towns and not think about the uh, the broader picture. Back then, the the word term was, "Can't be in your own silo." Yes, <laughs> and we were, we and we were. were. Yeah, you know, there, uh, Marty. I know we've had some emails from Kevin Berger, but there's a couple of exciting things that are, are going to be coming up here. One this year, and one next year through the Crossroads and the Stellar Project. So there. Uh, a housing project, Marty, if you want to. Yeah, we've got a, a scattered site housing. Um, it's uh, two phases, the one in Plymouth and one in La Paz. I think that um, 
uh, La Paz is one building. Um, I think it's eight units of building, if I if I recall. And I think Plymouth is five, six um, buildings, 40, 50 units yeah. in Plymouth. Um, and uh, we're going to be breaking ground in Plymouth, I believe, the nope. first week in November. Maybe November 2nd. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that's going to be located... Uh, I think it's down here by the old scrapyard, isn't it? You know what, Kevin? I'm not sure. Across from the um, neighborhood center, I think. Marty's digging out the people. I'll look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good thing that I don't know because the reason I don't is because there's so much. Oh yeah, you know, housing and so many projects going on. You can't you can't keep them all. And you weren't told there was going to be a quiz over this either. So you know, I'll give you a break. Usually, if I don't know the answer, I just make it up. (laughs) Trent, if you could help me out a a little bit, but uh, the town of Bourbon, they're getting ready to do a new. sewer project over there they're upgrading their that's, that's correct yes they're they're, up, and this is an, another stellar project that, see i wondered that when it, we have the news on here if that was going to be if that was part of this yeah because it's pretty expensive it's, it's a, salty. Expen- and it's and that's one of those another stellar project that uh okra and is helping out so um but that's going to be an upgrade there uh, i think it's a i, I can't remember is it Two million or three That's million? Two or three million dollar Two or three project. million dollar project that they're going to upgrade that and actually I think run some new sewer lines too. So, you know, and then this back in August, the town of Argus had their ribbon cutting for their corner of Michigan and State oh, yeah. Road 10 yeah. where the old gas station used to be. That's going to be a pocket park, I believe. And so... That's another project that is starting. So now on the three million, how much of that does the community pay? Because I know the vast majority of that comes from from different funds, correct? Some of that. How does that from break down? Community. It's usually a twenty percent matching yeah. okay. funds from the towns. Very good. And that's through the community development block grant. Uh, Stellar used to be Okra used to do that, but now it's going through the CDBG. Uh, that's where you get the brick and mortar money. Sure. Uh, the rest of the stellar has been through um, quality of life projects that okay. we've been doing. You know, we're still working on the bike trail from La Paz down to Plymouth, and so. But already. Yeah, I've got your answer for you. Um, the Plymouth uh, project is at uh, the corner northwest corner of Baker Street and Rector Road. Oh, I was way off. Yeah, that's uh, that's out there by the school. Yeah. Up by, I forget, they changed school names. A lot. It's out there it's by the uh, Riverside, isn't it? Or is uh, that? And there's a church out there. Yeah. That mega church. Yep, uh, exactly. So, okay, I was way off base. I was thinking it was over here, but that's why I well, had that's Marty. a different project, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's why Marty's here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he has all that stuff. That's why he's a communication guy. <laughs> Everybody needs a Marty. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. That is for sure. So, Marty, can you tell us about some of uh, a few of the Culver projects that are happening down there? I, I know we did the the paddocks, right, right. A couple of a uh, couple of um, housing projects, IHCDA um, sponsored projects out there at the west end of town, uh, are completed. Uh, the paddocks, um, which is a, a affordable housing, you know, some subsidies involved in that, and then. 
um, also a stellar project uh, right in that same area complex, I guess I would call it, is um, called Sand Hill Farms, which is market-based housing. Um, both of it uh, is um, close, both, both um, projects are close to the uh, large cabinet manufacturer that sure, we have yeah. uh, in Culver. So uh, the idea was to provide some housing for the workers, more convenient housing for the workers. Um, Culver's long had a a problem with uh, housing affordable affordable know, sure housing in culver yeah so so and the and the great thing is is those projects are very popular the you know both buildings all the buildings are full or or just about um you know full 90 percent plus and um we just finished the gateway um renovation going out that way we call it the west jefferson gateway um, so all the curbs and everything like that have been completed going out. New sidewalks. New sidewalks. Um, it's just, it's done a huge um, a job improving the, you know, the curb appeal, right? I wish I had invested in those, any of those homes along, you know, along that street leading out that way. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. And it connects the downtown to these uh, buildings so right. that, you know, now it's walkable. It's easy for them to get to our downtown merchants and. I think overall, just a, a really successful plan. Well, and do you have anything else going to? Is the trails? Is that part of this? Oh yeah, in Culver. We, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've got we've got a lot going on uh-huh. in Culver. You know, um, it's, as um, Trent said, you know, it's not always not always easy. You know, to <laughs> sure. um, my wife likes to say, only babies like change. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that one before. I haven't either. <laughs> I'll remember that. I'm gonna have to use that one myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why he's a communication yeah, guy. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, the uh, the stellar award that Culver received before the county award um, resulted in a trail uh, about a about a mile uh, um, that starts in town along the lake, goes through our park, and then goes through a really cool wooded area sure. that drops you off yeah. there by the academy. Yeah. Um, that was uh, a, a nice in-kind donation from the county. There, I should I should point out and thank Kevin for that. A lot of a lot of that asphalt was county asphalt that yeah. that uh, helped lay that trail. So now with this um, uh, next phase, uh, the phase two, we connect at the end where we started in town, and we bring it through town now, sure. through downtown, yeah. and bring it out towards the uh, south end of town. It's going on right now. There is. All kinds of construction. Yeah, there is uh, going on. Um, it's not not easy to navigate a couple areas in Culver today. That's the one where they had all the signs up, not um, no walking trails. Yeah, coming through our neighborhood and other things. So, <clears throat> but they got through that. I I think the town made some adjustments on the sidewalk, sure. and, and so they tried to appease sure. as much as yeah. they could. Sure. The, the homeowners down right. through there so well and we just um changed the trail width from 10 feet to eight feet in certain spots which just saved us i think five or six additional trees that otherwise would have had to come right. out on the on the parkway um and so so we have we've made uh, significant changes in order to uh, minimize the disruption you know the thing is is that a lot of people that you know that's town right away between your sidewalk and the street, but a lot of people kind of claim it as their as front yard, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. people they they build gardens and things like that, right. and um, 
and and I feel for them. You know, I get empathy for them because they they've got a lot invested in that, and it's going to change. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it, I think at the end, it already you can you can see how good it's going to look. This is going to be a great thing for Culver. Sure. And that's going to bring more investment. And that I think that's how we all feel is that when you receive this designation, it's just not for that initial period. It brings statewide recognition and countrywide recognition on, on what's happening here in Marshall County. So, you know, it, it's been a good thing for all of us. Uh, built a lot of new friendships and partnerships and... Uh, it's been great working with these guys and everyone on the Crossroads team. Now, Bourbon has the housing part. They have anything else going on? And the, the, the sewer. sewer. Um, I can't. They, have, they had a trail system they as well. They had a trail system, yeah. okay. too, I think, too. Yeah. And those are all kind of work. The sewer is the most immediate with the housing. Those are going to happen quicker. Yeah. The trail is probably going to be a little bit later, I'm assuming. And I think. Didn't the town of Bourbon purchase some ground out north of town or I have an so. option on yeah. some for more economic development out that way, too? And I think I, that's where the sewer line is going to okay. go to that property. Because I know there had been talk, and it's not official or in, in any kind of state, where is it, mm-hmm. but there had been talk about building another one of the uh, manufacturing centers out there, like yep. the ones they have built in Argus and a couple here in Plymouth. Right. And I see that they're having a tax abatement for a company oh yeah this week yeah i think um forgetting they're going to take over another building the uh, old uh, uh, i'm trying to remember too i read the story but well that's been... it was it was omnisource okay yes you're it, right I think, I think back in the day it was united technologies yes okay there at that building there right South of the railroad tracks off yeah. of Elm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Um, now, Bremen, you guys had the, the, now you had another project you said you're going to start on soon, or at least next year. That's the, the other street? The Jackson Street project. Okay. It's a Flex Street project. Yes. Okay. What's going to happen there? What's it going to look well, like? Well, it's going to be like a gathering place. So, oh, okay. What, right now we have, we close our downtown, we have Oktoberfest, and we have our Summer's End Fest, and we right. have different. Uh, farmers market downtown so we're we're building a pavilion like you've been through napanee sure yeah uh, mm-hmm. the pavilion and downtown that we're going to put that not quite as big as that one and not as tall but something similar to that <clears throat> we bought some land right there uh, in that square and it's right by the standpipe you know if you've ever been to bremo where the big standpipe right. is right downtown so we're going to make that like a gathering center to have our events downtown and t- people like coming downtown to, to just to party or do what yeah. we need to do right. downtown. so when you got you got October, you got a lot of festivals. I didn't realize the Fireman's Festival. We have the Fireman's Festival which every is a year. Really big deal. We had to move the date because St. Joe County Fair and the, and the Lures, who we who we went to a bigger town during the Fourth of July over that sure. week. But since St. Joe County Fair moved their date to around the Fourth of July, we moved our date a little earlier. And this year, it, you know, because we didn't have a festival last year, right? It was really 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 busy. So I think it's a good thing that we moved a little earlier. When I was on here last week, we had a, a caller, and I'm glad you came in today, <laughs> about uh, solar panels up oh, around the, hus- yeah. the hospital, and it's an IMPA project. It is. That is going to help supply electric, because Bremen 
has their own electric department. Oh, right? okay. So I believe this solar panels are going to help you folks out with your electricity well, in Bremen, right? Yeah, well, what it is, uh, IMPA came in and helped purchase 37 acres uh, just to the north and west of Bremen. It's close enough that we're, we annexed it into the, into the town, and we're going to, it's going to supply the town with like six megawatts. Now, I'm not big on megawatts, kilowatts, That's all right. that kind of stuff, but it's supposed to be six megawatts of power, and that goes right into our grid daily. It doesn't go anywhere else. It comes into the town of Bremen's grid to help supply the town of Bremen. And we've had a lot of c companies in town like Southwire and, and ask us what we're going to do for green power, how, how we can get it. And IMPA is stepping up. They're paying for the whole thing. We, we don't have any money into it at all except for a 10-year tax abatement. And so wow. it's pretty good for the town. No, I, I guess what the town of Walkerton's doing the same thing over in Walkerton. Impa's putting Impa's in the solar there as well. Yes, and I didn't realize Walkerton had their own electric department. Yes, well, I didn't realize Bremen had their own electric. Oh, I I, I knew that. I knew Argus did, but I didn't know that yeah. Bremen had too. Uh, yeah. Now I know it's not a stellar project, but you mentioned Southwire. Those factories out there are. <laughs> I I drove by that when they were doing the the rent or building on, and I'm like. That is enormous. I mean, it was enormous. It was like doubling the size of they it. They just put a 250,000 square foot, and they're doing another one next spring. <laughs> so they, they want to make Bremen their Midwest hub. Okay. That's what Southwire said to us. They're going to make it their Midwest hub. We did a million-dollar renovation for infrastructure to get everything out to them, for the new buildings. So with, with them saying they're coming to town, you know, Southwire has been good to the town of Bremen. So I was going to say, everything out there seems to be booming. It's just doing extremely well. We just had a another private guy in town bought 45 acres just to the edge of Bremen to the east, and he's going to expand there as well for industry. We're we're really fortunate in Bremen to have a diversity of industry that we have and how much that we have. So uh, it's 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 really good for the town of Bremen. Yeah, yeah. There's That's, some real cool things that come along with that too, right? <laughs> um, there's a renovation of the community center and a, you know kind of a center for artists, you know, to yep. uh, to do their work. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about that. We, you know, we had an old Lutheran church they renovated to make a little gathering place or community center for the town. And then another local guy just bought the old Seneff Wood Products, which is west of town out on 106. And he's going to turn that into an art gallery. So they're having the big show there, I think, the 23rd and 24th of, of October this next. I think that's next weekend. And so this weekend, this weekend, yeah. is it this weekend? Yeah, it is yeah, this it weekend. Is. Yeah, I, I get my days all mixed up. I know up. it. So, but that's happening this weekend. So we'll see what it's. What, how it goes i hope it goes well for them trent how, how long have you been the town i know you took over for Dwayne elliott no i took over rich martin was, oh rich martin rich martin about was rich. between me and uh Dwayne. Dwayne. and then um i this would be my i'll be nine years in june oh well, so, good yeah so and i'm about a, another year and i'm probably gonna hang up the hat but. hang up the hat you got future plans <laughs> i knew you were gonna ask me that yeah. <laughs> uh Right now, I think I am going to run for county commissioner. So, in, in the twenty, what the next year's ne next year, next year. So, so I, I've got my hat. I'm probably going to throw it in the ring and, and yeah. get involved. Yes. So you'll be in the primary against Stan Klotz in next year. Yeah. That's okay. That We're good. Yeah. I haven't heard, found out all the rules and regs and whatever it needs to be done for a county commissioner. I want to go through all that stuff and make sure I know, I want to take that on if I happen to win. And so. I need to look at all that stuff before. Yeah. But I think the first filing date is January 5th. I wouldn't yeah. know. I think I, I think I got you sent uh, that out email. the other day. Yeah. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. So, well good. Yeah. Wish you well. Well, thanks.
You got all that to look forward to. Yeah. Then. Running he'll for be, He'll be here. He'll be sitting oh, yeah. here then. He'll, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Marty, do you have anything? I, 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 I just, I'm just, I'm so thrilled, um, you know, for Trent. That's, uh, that's great. Um, Appreciate you know, it, Marty. I wish you, uh, I, what a, what a, a terrific, I, you know, thought uh, to have what he's done there in Bremen. Um uh, now working for the benefit of everybody in the county. Yeah, yeah. very good. Congratulations, well, I guess. Or no I guess <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Thanks. I'll tell you in a, a year or so when it happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited for him. Well, I, 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 yeah, it's you know, it I, ought to be. I, it'll be interesting. You know, and that's the great thing about this stellar group is that we've all come out as friends but also have respect for each other and um, the things that we don't do things for our own personal gain we we do things for the gain of the county and the citizens of the county and it's just you know marty's always so gracious to me uh, the things he says about me but you know in the end it's about everybody here in the county and, and how do we want to keep this county going forward because we have to keep we can't go backwards uh, if you're or and you can't stand still because if you're standing still you can't go you're going backwards sure so I, I think that these guys and the rest of those people on that you know we got ward Byers and john vanderwheel and mandy campbell and jenny monroe and sean cerisi and the mayor and roger ecker from la paz and you know uh, there's a lot of thoughtfulness but there's also a lot of leadership and you know and a vision sure because um, you have to have that just you know just like trend was saying you know yeah. bremen those buildings up there have just right. expanded up yeah. there and and you know with you and just like trend said you hear an individual buying 45 acres for development so you know that says a lot about what he has done up in bremen for for that community and German Township. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you mentioned diversity of industry in Bremen, too, and I'm, I, the only reason that strikes a chord with me is because I remember you and I having a talk when I first came back to town, so that's been 30 years ago, 25 years ago. Two major um, automotive manufacturers had both moved out at the same time. And Walker, there was a, yeah. Walker Manufacturing, Lobdell, Amway. Yeah, and, and it was that a was, huge impact. That and, was 2004. And that's when the whole Economic Development Corporation started to come with Roger that, Umbaugh. That's when um, we started with an ad hoc group of right. people. And the thing I remember you telling me was, you know, we can't let this happen again. we got to get diversity in our industry. It's fine to have an automotive. We want that, but... We can't put all our, all our eggs in one basket. We've it's got great. to, yeah. yeah. It's great to have a Toyota or a sure. Honda plant, but what happens? we don't need that. Yeah. You know, what what we have in Plymouth and Bremen and everywhere else here in the county, it, it's just diversity. And that's what I just remember you saying. we got to we got to get more <laughs> than just one industry into it. And over the years, that's through you guys and everybody else, that's happened. That's yeah. what, what seems to be going on in the county is that, there's more than one particular industry in town. Right. Yeah. So it it's been a good thing. It has um, been. Um, now you mentioned earlier La Paz. Yes. Uh, Roger what's, Ecker. Yeah. What's going to happen? Have you got any projects uh, in the works yeah. or thinking about in La Paz? Marty has his cheat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> there. Uh, well, the, 
the big thing for it, we had a meeting not oh maybe a year ago and um, with all the town leaders and said okay what do you need we, you know what's a, what do you need for your town and uh, I'm, I remember Roger Eckert looking at us and saying we need water yeah we've got to have water yeah. and um, and that's the key to all the development they're they're in a perfect location for development um, and I it, they just need some infrastructure you know to be able to support sure and so that's the that's the big project for them that they're they're working on right now um, I know there were is some question with respect to whether or not the Laville uh, or the the school's school, going to yeah. come in or not uh, as part of that project. And I think there's a sidewalk project going up from La Paz up to Laville. Yes, there is. So there is, and uh, and that's it. It goes. It extends south of uh, the highway there too. And you know, if you spend any time in La Paz, there's there's uh, you know parents with strollers crossing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That that you know four lane you know right, right. highway to get to the dollar store right you know? yeah so um, so it, it, it's for safety reasons sure you know and then of course you know to get the uh, the students safely to school um, I think so, they have a water park also don't they yes um, and so, the housing project and and they've already uh, they're they're taking equipment from other towns you talk about towns working together right, yeah. right? other towns are upgrading their some uh, you know basketball equipment I think, um, and uh, and Roger's like I'll take it, right? yeah. <laughs> and um, and they've actually been able we we uh, wound up with a couple extra dollars from uh, some other projects that we've kind of funneled in there to uh, to actually make their uh, renovation of the area right there behind the firehouse uh, I think, an even better. Yeah, better I think project. the town of Bourbon had a project, but it was not funded, so. We took that money from that. I think it was Bourbon. No, it was Bremen. That, oh, Bremen. It was the NDOT project. NDOT project. Street, that's right. Project, and, yes. and so, they were gracious enough to. We were gracious enough to move that money over up to La Paz for, for them, and uh, you know, and like I go back to that's a great thing about this group. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, La Paz has limited funds, but. Uh, I I've always had hope for the town of La Paz to be that next bustling community sure. here uh with 31 and you know a few weeks ago uh don albert was in and we combined some parcels of ground out there at 31 and 6 uh, that he can develop so you know i think we all have high hopes for la paz because it could be that you know that's one of the few towns that have dark fiber going through it yeah i was gonna South say Bend, yeah so metronet that comes right down Right down Michigan the middle Road. of the street. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it's been great. So Thinking of the fiber, we've got that starting in Bremen right now. Do you? Uh, Surfnet is coming to town. Oh, Surfair is coming in there yes, too? Yes, uh, they just finished bourbon. Yeah. And they came to talk to us. And, of course, we said yes. We have two companies now that aren't real, real good at service. We have a lot of problems with people complaining about their service. So they, they're in there now running the basic trunk lines and, they're telling me the end of November they should be up and running, but I I, I don't know how. But <laughs> wow! But, but if that'd be great, if they would. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Very good. Well, I'm gonna have to get out of here. And oh yeah. These well, guys. Have I'm to get sure they to. probably have things to do. They probably have things uh, to do. No, I City. love sitting here talking. So. <laughs> Cities to run. <laughs> so, um, thanks for 
for making this happen too because it had been a while since we heard and it's because there's been things going on and so uh, uh, it's good to let people know that, that that didn't just sit and do nothing. I mean, yeah, things are you know, happening. Um, this was kind of put together in a short period of time i thank you guys for coming in but maybe sometime in december we can get somebody from bourbon get, uh, yeah get mandy or uh, john from argus yeah get ward from bourbon or or less somebody from bourbon and sure. get roger in here just to have those people come in here and, and just you have enough seats and just have them come in and tell us what's going on I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's, we need to keep Stellar out there in the public eye. Right. Well, I imagine a lot of people are seeing these things going on. And, and they have no heads. idea why it's going on. Where And I think in some cases, where's the money where's coming the money from, coming from, from, from this? <laughs> so uh, it's always good to let people know you're not paying the whole bill, just no, a small portion. Just a 20%. Of it. So, yeah. All right. Guys, thanks so much. Appreciate hey, thank it. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you for making the announcement on the show. Uh, uh, going to be running for county, county commissioner. commissioner. So, um, um, just thanks to all you guys. Yep. Thank all you. All right, we're going to take a break, and I'll be back to finish this up by myself since everybody's leaving me. So, okay. stay tuned. Don't forget to tune in Thursday nights at seven for Thursday Night Lights. It's our special weekly look at all the area football action as we sit down with the coaches and talk about their games in the upcoming week. It's Thursday Night Lights. Thursday nights at 7, right here on your home for football, WTCA. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. I love it. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. Your hometown station. WTCA. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six or text five seven four three zero seven six six four seven and be part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. 
Come on, everybody. Let's sway on a Tuesday. Let's sway. Yeah. yeah. Little cool jazz for you. Um, I don't know why I did that. That's a really spooky, creepy character. Anyway, uh, we are going to finish this up, and we have one more thing to do before we let you get back to your day, and that is to wish people a happy birthday. And we're about to do that. If you hear your name, you're going to be put in a big plastic top hat. And you're going to be eligible for for uh, four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the coffee lodge. So, get your birthday in here. And uh, on Friday, you could be a winner. Today, our potential winner is Chuck Huyen. Yay! Chuck Huyen is 53 today. That's what it says. That's hard to believe. So, Chuck, happy birthday to you. You're in the big hat. And don't forget, get your birthday in here. La Dessert Cafe and the Coffee Lodge will be providing stuff for you. Uh, now it's time for the, tr uh, not trading post yet. Now it's time for anniversaries. That's right. Listen to the music, Rusty. That'll tell you, you that'll be pretty stupid not to hear happy anniversary. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, if you are in the running. You got to get in the hat. It's another hat. Different hat. It says anniversary on it. And you will be eligible for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home if you are lucky winner at the end of the month. And today we are going to add the name of Ren and Beverly Van Gilder. Happy anniversary. Particularly happy at 53 years. So Ren and Beverly... Happy anniversary to you, uh, over. and you're now in the hat. So that's uh, 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home if you're the winner at the end of the month. Now it's time for Trading Post. You can buy some trade. Sorry, Jim. It's time for the Trading Post. And I do have something today. So I can do my spiel, right, Jim? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, for sale, a very nice coffee table. Very nice. You know it's great if it says very nice. That, there you go. 50 bucks. Uh, that's all they want for a very nice coffee table. Not just a coffee table. A very nice one. 574-586-2716. 586-2716 if you need a coffee table. And that's going to do it for us. Let me take a quick look. I can tell you who's going to be. Oh, it's Laura Man Day tomorrow. So uh, tune us in. Laura Mann will be our co-host. And that will start at 9 o'clock tomorrow. So make sure you tune in. And uh, until then, have yourself a nice day.